0: What's up and welcome to another episode of Black in the Maritimes. I'm Fidel and today we're trying something different here. We are going to do a different episode. We're celebrating Juneteenth. Uh, If you don't know what Juneteenth is, the Jubilee celebration of the end of slavery in the United States of Emancipation. Uh, We just, uh, in the Brunswick where we are uh, in the Maritimes, just proclaim Emancipation Day on August the 1st, which is the Canadian version of Juneteenth. So we're gonna go to different parts of history with songs. The first song that we play was Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley, which is a song that talks about the slaves that became what was called the Buffalo Calgary. Uh, this was an army made of black slave in the Civil War, and they were pretty much fighting within that confederation uh, against the southerners uh, to free, not themselves, but just to free the other side of the confederation. Uh, Because of that, they were part of the demanding of emancipation because they were fighting for a country that they didn't belong to. Uh, There's a good movie when it comes to Abraham Lincoln about this. Uh, It's called Lincoln. Uh, It's a pretty, it's a pretty boring movie sometimes, but it does show a little bit of history. So we're going to go with different songs that mean uh, a lot to Juneteenth. And we're going to explain the meaning of them. And we're going to explain what they are and how come this ties to the whole celebration. The next song that we're going to play is by Billie Holiday. There's a movie about her called The People vs. Billie Holiday of a song called Strange Fruit. Strange Fruit is the song that actually kind of banned her for a whole lot of years. She almost lost her career. She got arrested. Uh, It's about the Southern Jim Crow era and slavery. Uh, It's definitely a song that will mark her forever. Again, if you look at that, movie i think it's available on Disney plus in canada uh, you could see the history of this song and it's quite remarkable how one lady in the 1930s and 40s was able to make a statement so i want to leave you with this song and i hope you enjoy it
1: But To drop, here is a strange and bitter
0: crop. That was the wonderful. Billy holiday with strange fruit uh part of the lyrics that are really sad uh, the first part says southern trees bear a strange fruit blood on the leaves and blood at the roots black body swinging in the southern breeze strange fruit hanging from poplar trees pretty much this is uh referring to lynchings in the south the south was predominantly Uh, white race. They were the ones in the Civil War that did not want to renounce slavery or free the slaves. Uh, They were the ones that kind of started Jim Crow. And this song is about that, and how black people got murdered for no reason, just for being black. Uh, So that is definitely something that we can take in consideration of the struggle of black people in the United States and in America, um, that this has been going on for way too long. And again, even when the slaves were free, uh, they tried other ways to enslave them, such as Jim Crow, that Jim Crow lasted almost another 100 years after uh, emancipation. And there's still laws of Jim Crow till this day in parts of the United States that have not been abolished. So it's definitely something to think about. We are going to go with another song that represents the struggled um, part of Juneteenth. This is by uh, the great Nina Simone. Uh, This is called Mississippi Goddamn. Uh, Now, if you don't know Nina Simone, she was quite uh, a struggled, you know, a troubled artist but she was a civil rights advocate. I think she will be more uh, remembered for that than her music, Uh, but uh, who knows? I mean, it's something that we don't know, history will tell, but Mississippi Goddamn is a song about the struggles of uh, this Jim Crow era, and pretty much it sounded pretty angry, in this days of what was happening so we're gonna go and hear the track and then we're gonna dissect the lyrics and and see the meaning of it so hope you enjoy it
2: alabama's got me so upset tennessee made me lose my rest. everybody knows about Lurleen Wallace has made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about Mississippi, got Can't you see it? I know you can feel it. It's all in the air. I can't stand the pressure much longer. Somebody say a prayer. Alabama has got me so upset, and Memphis has made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about Mississippi God, dogs on my trail, little school children sitting in jail Black cat crossed my path, I think every day's gonna be my last Lord, have mercy trouble washing the windows picking the cotton nothing but rotten too damn lazy thinking's crazy where am I going what am I doing I don't know I don't know just try to do my very best Stand up, be counted with all the rest cause everybody knows about Mississippi, God damn. Now you heard him, he's one of you. If you have been moved at all, and you know my songs at all, for God's sakes join me. Don't sit back there, the time is two. Ain't now. Good God. You know, the king is dead. The king of love is dead. I ain't about to be none violent, honey. Oh, no. Picket line school boycotts they try to say it's a communist spot but all i want is equality for my sister my brother my people and me and i loved him because he believed it he lived by it But you lied to me all the years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk real fine, just like a lady. And you stopped calling my mama and said it. Hear me now. But my country is full of lies. We all gonna die and die like flies. But I don't trust nobody anymore. Keep on the saying, go slow. That's just the trouble. Too slow. Desegregation. Too slow. Mass participation. Too slow. unification. me just give me my equality because everybody
0: That was Nina Simone, Mississippi Goddamn, and there's a lot to discuss about this song. I mean, if you listen to it, uh, if you go for the second verse, uh, verse, it says, hound dogs on my trail, school children sitting in my tail, black cat cross my path, I think every day is gonna be my last. Now, this verse becomes to the civil rights movement, uh, people were getting hosed. They were getting into jail for protesting, including children. Uh, children, If the children were in the protest, they would go to jail, same as the adults, uh, if you were black in uh, those days. They put dogs uh, to people to bite them and, you know, hurt them. And when this says, I think every day is going to be my last, at that point, there, 1963, uh, three girls were killed on the 16th Street bombing. That was a church uh, that uh, some white nationalists put, and they blew up the church. And four girls actually were killed, uh, innocent girls. They were, I think the oldest of them were, was 10. And yeah, she talks about that. Then she says, Lord, have mercy on this land of mine. We're all gonna get it in due time. I don't belong here. I don't belong there. I even stopped believing in a prayer. Now, this says that mainly in slavery days, then back to the emancipation when the slaves were free and then Jim Crowed, Americans, black Americans, were thought as second-class citizens. Uh, That means that some of them couldn't vote, then that changed. Some of them couldn't go to the same places as white people. They couldn't take the bus. Uh, They were second-class citizens because they weren't told that they were American. Uh, So they weren't, according to the Declaration, they weren't fully... American, but they weren't African either. They didn't have they had last names, Smith, John, um, you know, different types of of names that were just American Adams, Johnson, things like that. They weren't African names, so they didn't have birth certificates knowing the country they belong from. Uh, Or their grandparents, uh, they had five to six generations already that were born in the States. So they were as American as everybody else. But because of Jim Crow era, they were treated like second class citizens, like they didn't belong in there. And uh, the famous phrase, go back to Africa, uh, was something popular. So she talks about that as well. Again, she says a lot of things. He says, uh, just try to do my, your very best. Stand up for the counted with all the rest. For everybody knows Mississippi, goddamn. Uh, again, she's talking about all of the states that uh, were hurting and they were pretty much Jim Crowed in that era, the southern states, uh, until the civil rights movement in the 1960s. So again, there's a lot to digress here. There's another verse that says picket lines, school boycotts. They tried to stay in a communist plot. All I want is equality for my sister and my brother and my people and me. Now, there's always conspiracy theories. And one of the conspiracy theories, especially with things like the Black Panthers and things, was saying that they were communists. Because remember, uh, in those days, uh, Russia, China, and part of Asia went to communism. So the United States was anti communism They were a capitalist country. Uh, They're still a capitalist country at this point. So one of the conspiracies that white people try to put in order for them to not reverse Jim Crow and to put Blacks as second-class citizens is that they were going to become communists. Uh, And Nina Simone talks about this as well. And she says that all she wants is equality for all black people. Uh, the other part says that, yes, you lied to me all these years. You told me to wash and clean my ears and talk fine just like a lady. And you stopped calling me Sister Sadie. Now, what she refers to this is, again, all of the education that black people received in America uh, became part of the white community. Church, everything, Christianism, uh, they told them that, oh, you have to clean and do everything later we do it and then you will be uh part of the community or part of the system which was a lie this this wasn't true at all uh this was something that uh yeah you had to behave like a white person and therefore if you behave like a white person that you were going to be treated better but you weren't equal um and that's something that in the south it was very prominent. In, in fact, uh, you couldn't use the same bathroom. You couldn't use the same washroom. You couldn't use anything uh, that a white person did. But you, in order for you to even be in a place where a white person was, you had to dress like them. You had to be like them. And you had to do everything like them. Uh, and that's something they said. You have to go to church. You have to wash up. You have to wear white dresses and things like that. So definitely a different time. Uh, Nina Simone is quite a, a, a character... A, Very, very great musician, very, very great jazz artist, had her own demons, was very prominent in the civil rights movement. Uh, Again, there's documentaries about her and, you know, there was a movie and it wasn't well received. But definitely you should try to research a lot about hers, which is uh, something that I would recommend. Now we're going to go to another song, which is about the legendary James Brown. James Brown wasn't a political figure, not at all. James Brown was a person that, he was a showbiz man, he was a businessman, he was a ladies man. Uh, But there became a time that he had to do something because his crowd wanted him to do something. He was playing it too safe. And within the civil rights movement, he saw all of that. So he decided to create this song. And instead of going um, protesting, he wanted to uplift uh, black people uh so he made this song which is called say it loud and i hope you enjoy it Ah! say it loud by james brown again james brown was a character of himself again again he had little to do with civil rights or black nationalism uh prior to 1968 uh he didn't want to be involved with it because again james brown had his own life and he just wanted to be an entertainer he didn't want to do anything uh to you know to Pissed up white people because he said he would lose money and again, James Brown was a businessman. He was about his money Uh, And it wasn't until 1968 uh, That you know, it abruptly changed when he wrote this song Uh, And he switched to his hairdo uh, from an afro Uh, if you see James Brown before he had perm hair uh, Which wasn't uh, his type of hair. He just grew his natural hair is an afro and he wanted to raise consciousness about, you know, what the black movement was and how black people were treated. Uh, in fact, in the second verse, he says, now we demand a chance to do things for ourselves. We tried off beating our heads against the wall and working with someone else. Uh, James Brown's personal politics were, you know, they weren't as the most militants. But uh, the thing about it is, he was always wanted to be independent. Uh, you know, he wanted to be again. He was a businessman. He he didn't like working with record companies. He didn't like working with anybody else that he didn't trust. Uh, so he put that that burst in there, saying like, you know, that how you want to change the black concept of people being, uh, you know, work working to the man so definitely those are quite lyrics about him and it's something that again james brown had his only but he revolutionized uh this became an anthem in the black civil rights movement to uplift people so definitely one of the songs that i think they're very important to celebrate uh juneteenth now let's go with something a little bit more modern uh this happened now in the 2020s or 2000s, I guess. Uh, Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar. Now, if you don't know, Beyonce has been very vocal about the black killings by police and Black Lives Matter movement. So has Kendrick Lamar. They're both very successful people. So they collaborated on this song called Freedom. Uh, it was a very popular song. And I, I think uh, she explained it on the documentary on netflix that you could actually see so uh, i'm gonna leave you with this song Uh, we're gonna go through the lyrics and then we're gonna go and see some of the meaning of it so hope you enjoy it (laughs)
3: Channel 9 news tell me I'm moving backwards. Eight blacks left, deaf is around the corner. Seven misleading statements by my persona. Six headlights waving in my direction. 5-0 5-0 asking me what's in my possession, yeah I keep running, jumping the aqua, fire hydrous and hazard, The smoke alarms on the back of us But mama don't cry for me, ride for me, drive for me, live for me Breathe for me, sing for me, honestly in me I can be more than I gotta be, Still from me Lie to me, nation, hypocrisy, gold on me Driving me wicked, my spirit inspired me like, yeah Open correctional gates in high desert Open our mind as we cast away oppression Open the streets and watch our beliefs. And when they carve my name inside the concrete, I pray it for everything. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut
4: me loose. Freedom, freedom, where are you? Because I need freedom, too. I break chains all by myself. Won't let my freedom ride in hell. Hey, I'ma I'm going to keep, keep on running because I'm the
0: That was Beyonce with Kendrick Lamar, Freedom. And this song, Beyonce's rallies her listeners around liberation, uh, but the particular liberation of black women. Uh, again, if you look at this album, Lemonade, which uh, is the album that she put this on. Uh, There are videos about it. All of the videos represent. They're very visually artistic, so you can actually see them. And this, you know, she refers to black women uh, as the one that are actually pushing more the civil rights movement, which she was correct. A lot of the women, black women, played a very, very uh, prominent role in the civil rights movement. Uh, We see the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X and things like that, but uh, the black women were the ones at the forefront, uh, not only marching but feeding and and, and protecting some of these men uh, that were fighting uh, for equal rights. Uh, this trend continued with the Black Lives Matter movement and the hashtag Black Lives Matters, uh, you know, that it was started by organizers as Alicia Garza and Opal Tometi. So Beyonce took all of that influence. And, you know, try to put it in the video saying, like, they are not going to be ignored. Uh, they are not going to, you know, be surrendered. And they are tired of mothers of black men dying on police hands. So this is definitely a great track for the younger generation that has actually seen it. And again, it's it's part of what June teams means. It's a celebration of, you know, the liberation of slaves. But it also means that... The fight's not over. Uh, If you don't know, Juneteenth took, uh, it was the last people to know about uh, that slavery was over. So it took a, a, a year or such. To actually go across the countries to say to the blacks that they weren't slaves anymore so this wasn't a way thing again we didn't have communications like internet and telegrams and telephones at that point uh, but again a lot of people didn't want this to happen so they made it as difficult as possible to spread the news to black people that they didn't have to be slaves that they were all free so this part when we celebrate unity think about that Yes, it's a step forward, but there's still lots of steps to go. There's still lots of things that needs to be done. Uh, In Canada, we have lots of things to be done. Even we don't see it because, again, our racism is way more systemic than the United States. We don't see it as a lot because it's integrated in the system. It happens to indigenous people as well. And there is a lot that needs to be phased out. But uh, it's a struggle that has people of color... uh, been fighting for so many years that if you're a white counterpart you would never ever see it you would never have to endure any of this uh but the best thing that you could do is learn from it learn by songs by reading books seeing movies things like that and you can quite understand what the problem is and once we know what the problem is uh, then we can move forward and try to fix it and be all out canada has done some of that work but it's still lots to be done uh with people of color and especially with the indigenous as well so definitely something to celebrate but we also have to think that there's a lot that needs to be done so i'm gonna leave one last track i think uh you know give us this feedback on how you like this episode if you like it and if you didn't like it uh if you know, if we can fix something, this is something new that we're trying. Uh, this is my second take on it because I had to redo it again. So this podcast is going to come a little bit late than usual. Uh, but I appreciate you listening to this. and again juneteenth is this weekend so again we'll be celebrating on our website black in the maritimes and go to our facebook page black in the maritime black in the maritimes instagram black in the maritimes twitter uh our website is black i also got to thank everybody that's been donating to our costs uh this will uh be better so we can do shows like this different types of shows uh, with better quality better equipment uh again do some different content that we're trying out this is part of it, but there's more. Uh, So yeah, thank you to everybody that has been donating for the cause and uh, keep on donating on PayPal and we really appreciate it. Now, this song, I am not going to say anything uh, because again, it's such a, you know, the the song speak for itself and it's from Kendrick Lamar and it's called All Right. Uh, This is part of the Black Lives Matter movement and it kind of tells you what the everyday life is to some black men and some black groups but without all that darkness uh Kendrick Lamar says that you know we're gonna be all right like we're gonna go through this and we're gonna pass this and no matter what happens and the struggles that we have we're gonna be good like we are gonna thrive and definitely that's what I like about that song so I don't have a lot to explain of it uh listen it for yourself it's a very dark uplifting song I don't know you know it it tells you a story but it gives you hope and that's what we all need we need hope in this world so again thank you for listening and peace out
3: All's my life i has to fight nigga. my life I. hard times like yeah. bad trips like yeah. Nazareth I'm fucked up Homie you fucked up But if God got us Then we gon' be alright all right, all right. Nigga we gon' be alright Nigga we gon'
5: be alright We gon' be alright
3: My face is all day. will you please believe when I say When you know, we have been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like where do we go Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I met the preachers door. My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright all right, all nigga, right. right. nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon'
5: be alright We gon' be alright
3: In the mule, a piano, a guitar, anything See my name is Lucy, I'm your dog Motherfucker, you can live at the mall I can see the evil, I can tell it I know it's illegal, I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner, put the candy Painting on a Rico digging in my pocket In a profit, big enough to feed you Every day my logic, get another dollar Just to keep you in the presence of your chico ah! Talk about it, be about it, everyday I sequel If I got it, then you know you got it, heaven I can reach you Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all Pick back and chat. i strap trapped back for y'all I rap, I black on tracks, so arrest the show. My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God When you know, we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor, poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door. My knees getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gonna be all right. All right nigga, right. we going be all right. Nigga, we be all right.